This is Valerie Van Boeven with the Senior Care Industry Netcast, where leaders with three or more years of experience in the senior care market share their advice. So let's get started, and in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Hey, Valerie, thank you. Uh, my name is Thomas Rokas, and I'm in a post-acute care industry. I'm, we're doing home health, palliative, and hospice care. I think I'm blessed to actually take care of people and um, maximize their full potential, cognitively, emotionally, and physically. I think that's probably the best um, uh, service that I, um, I could do uh, to people. Well, tell us, and because just in case anybody needs to know, tell us the name of your business and where you guys are located. Sure, um, ANX Home Health Care and ANX Hospice Care. Uh, mm -hmm. We also have a program, ANX Time, uh, Transition to Illness Management and Engagement. We are located, uh, our main office is located in Daly City, but we have uh, satellite branches in San Jose. Nice. Great. That's awesome. So now everybody will know where to reach you. And we will also put your website addresses and your contact information with your video. So if you know, people want to reach out um, and learn more about you guys, then they'll have access to all of that. So thank, thank you. you. All right. Tell, and you just kind of hit on this already a little bit, but tell us what is the best thing about serving aging adults or adults of any age, actually? Well, you know, especially the senior population, you know, we, I, I always say yeah, it's time for us to give back. You know, they took care of us. They move our generation forward. So it's time for us to give back to them. And there's a lot of, of um, I would say, um, lesson to their narratives you know it's just like picking through the better version of our future so there's a lot of opportunity in taking care of of our senior population it's been a blessing for us and we're very happy uh, to take care of of um take care of them especially during these times yeah and it's been a rough year um, <laughs> um but hopefully there's some light at the end of the tunnel but anytime regardless of regardless of pandemic regardless of What's happening in the world? Uh, what a rewarding position to be in, and uh, what a nice and, and a genuinely heartfelt business um, that some of us are lucky to experience. I think taking care of seniors is so eye-opening. Um, so I appreciate your wisdom there with all of that. I would imagine that in your life and in your career, there have been organizations or parents or leaders that have really made an impact on you, who would you like to talk about? Well, and I would say these days, I, my top three are the following, hospitals, um, skilled nursing facilities and assisted living care facilities, especially physicians and healthcare workers who work under these kinds of circumstances. Just imagine you have to change your business model in a, in a gist, um, that's a lot of stress. That's stressful, not just to the people that work around it, but to the business model, right? So being able to be resilient and really change their model uh, just like that so that we can take care of our, our population uh, is definitely very inspiring. So those are the top, my top three. There's many, many more, Valerie. I know I could speak the I'm whole, sure. whole time, but those yeah. are... 
they are they're the ones who really inspired me this day. Especially, I would uh, especially mention the assisted living care facilities that are not really supposed to give medical care, right? But they step in, uh, they step up uh, to make sure that uh, they can provide that safe space for our senior population. So that's very, very inspiring. Yeah, we have had we have a lot of heroes out there. I know that term is used a lot, but imagine your business model and 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 what you do being turned upside down overnight, and having to turn people away, uh, not allowing you know family in, and really being the family for these residents, um, the only people they get to see for a full year. I mean that is a crazy amount of responsibility. Um, and, you know, my hope is that things are turning the corner. I know we've got a long way to go. Um, and I know the state of California is, you know, one of you guys have had a lot, a lot, a lot of cases of, uh, in this pandemic, it's been, you've been hit hard. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we all have, but we can see here, like I'm in the Midwest, so we can kind of see the doors opening back up just a little bit. You still have to be really careful. You still have to wear a mask. You still have to get, you know, vaccinated and all that. But we see the light uh, and being able to actually give our our, uh, <laughs> our family members a hug again. So it's coming. Uh, it's coming your way too. So, yeah, yeah, it's been tough. And you're right. People have done am- amazing things in the last year so. Thank you for that. That's uh, they, they are very inspirational. So uh, let's switch gears just a little bit for a minute and talk about online marketing. So you have three branches of your business. How many offices do you have? You have one main office, or do you have several? I have several offices. We have um, actually four offices, and uh, we are actually establishing one in Walnut Creek as well. So that's a fifth one. Wow! Nice. Very good. You're covering a huge territory then. So I would imagine that you also have a website and you've done some online marketing and things like that. So what has been your experience with all that? Because this last year has been really tough to get together or maybe not at all. (laughs) So it's been really hard to do that. Um, And what has been your experience there? Well, you know, as as you know, marketing is about proximity, right? Um, Especially... You know, this industry was very emotional and really um, leveraging a lot on the physical, the relationship that we have with the community, creating that connection uh, usually happens mostly, most of the time through proximity. And that has been, you know, our, you know, biggest challenges uh, these days is to be able to create connections, especially to the new people of the new community that we're trying to serve is a challenge, right? How do we create innovation around that? That people or, you know, our, our human existence um, exists on um, creating proximity before you can create relationship. So I've been blessed with, with great team. You know, Christina Dunham had been really inspirational um, and, and had given us, you know, a great platform uh, and ways to uh, innovate in, in creating and finding others and creating connection to the other communities. So it's been a very challenging times, but very rewarding to say the least, because we discovered ourselves, you know, through uh, through this crisis. So really do appreciate uh, the generous question, Valerie. Yeah, well, I, I believe that, um, and I've watched 
a lot of our clients, a lot of home care agencies out there, uh, providers of services of all kinds who were completely shut out and feeling really nervous and really hopeless maybe for a minute, find some super creative, innovative ways to still reach out to their community, to still reach out to their marketing partners. They may not be able to step in the door, but that doesn't mean they can't go and wave and say hi and leave a goodie basket or something at the door or, you know, just um, let everybody know you're thinking about them in some way. Right. And, and we've seen some wonderfully creative ways that communities of senior care providers all the way around have been supporting each other. And right. I think coming together to support each other in a time like this. And then, and I think this has made some, made us all take a good look at the future and ways that we communicate with each other and ways that we support each other. And hopefully some of that will change in the future. Um, we're all in this together. And I don't care how many home care agencies open up in a 25 mile radius, I'm pretty sure that none of them could actually care for as many people that as needed to be cared for. So we are each other's competition, but we're actually, we need to work together because we're all going after the same common goal is to take care of those folks. Right, and I see them as a collaborator of Valerie more than a competition, because really you're right. I mean, we cannot really take care of the whole space, right? But also there are people who are uh, more appropriate, I would say, or have been better personality to take care of a certain population. So really, yeah. we are in a very unique space. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think everybody has their has their strengths, and um, and if we recognize that and refer people to the right places, the right kinds of services, we're all better off. So thank you. Um, okay, what piece of advice would you give to other senior care providers? You know, I've been thinking about that. I think the first word that comes into my mind is empathy. You know, this crisis that we are in right now really create a lot of survival instinct uh, to all of us. And survival instinct can be perceived as selfish. Um, and, and I think, you know, something that we need to realize that, you know, we're all human, you know, whether you are a CEO or, you know, somewhere down uh, the pipeline, uh, we are all human. We have reactions. We have survival instinct. Um, and we cannot control that. And I think we, what we can control is us, you know, having more empathy, more patience, understanding, and hope that things will get better. So I think that's, a, you know, on, on top of my mind, empathy. That's a great one. Um, and we don't hear enough of that. And I, I know everybody means that, but... Um, having really having empathy for one another in a time like this it, it's a little hard some days but it definitely is is where it's definitely something we all need to think about everybody's fighting their own battles in here and maybe in their house or whatever you know that we're all trying to work through <laughs> our own thing right so um and, and adding a pandemic to that does not help anyone so um you know giving everybody a little break i think is really a good thing. So I appreciate that. And I, and if you won't mind, Valerie, I want to give a shout out to all the parents out there who was forced to uh, use their space as a parent, but also play the model, uh, the, the role of, you know, what they do at work. Um, yeah. And I was talking about this uh, with our staff uh, yesterday. That's difficult, you know, turning you, yourself off and become a parent in a space where you're used to be a parent is difficult. So yes. shout out to all the parents out there. 
Yes. Well, I know I appreciate that because we we have we have three 14 year olds here in our house and they, <laughs> they have you have triplets and they did a, a brilliant job of first semester of this school year. They were home uh, and did virtual school. And then the second semester, they got to go back and they did great both ways are very adaptable. And we just had to make adaptations to, you know, um, noise levels and things like that. Not that they're noisy. I mean, they're 14, so they pretty much, you know, don't really want to be around. Them. But, right. but, uh, but you know, we 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 just kind of all had. We we were really together for a long time. <laughs> so it's a lot of togetherness, but it was good. It was fun, and I think that you know people can take away from this two different attitudes. Um, one, uh, you know, I've heard people say, "Well, it was a year of loss." If you were afraid of being, you know, afraid of going outside or whatever it is. But I found that it was a year of um, a lot of togetherness, but understanding the value of being there with your family. And when it comes right down to it, um, there is nothing more important than your family and um, being together and sticking together through thick and thin. So um, we really did uh, learn a lot about ourselves and each other. And I think a lot of people did. you know, people who travel, who didn't travel for a whole year, realized the value in some cases of not having to travel. <laughs> so yeah, they're like, wow, <laughs> kind of nice to stay home for a while. Um, so anyway, yeah, I think there's some valuable lessons that we will have learned from all of this. All right, last question. When you have a win in life or in business, how do you like to celebrate? I like to celebrate with the family. And smaller, big wins, we always celebrate. ANX, uh, that's one of our, our values is to celebrate. You know, this creates a mark on our success, whether, again, as I said, it's, it's short-term or long-term or small or big, we always celebrate, whether it's to give kudos to our staff um, or kudos to my wife for being very patient. Um, really celebrating with the family uh, is very important for me. Now, my family is not just the people at home. My family is ANX. My family is also the community. So anytime that I can celebrate with them, uh, whether it's a text or phone call, or hopefully one of these days celebrate uh, in, a, in a safe space or in a similar space, again, um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we all are. And uh, I would agree. Uh, celebrating with family or whoever it is that you call family is always important. So. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Well, you've done a great job and your wisdom and, uh, and, and your mission and vision and your values really shine through here. So thank you for helping us understand more about you, your business, and uh, how you feel about what's going on here in the world. So thank you. Well, Valerie, thank you for being generous of your time and, and your podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you.